Talking to Chip Bell in the morning is like waking up to a sunshine milkshake. It's interesting because Chip graduated from his undergraduate program back in the mid-1960s. But feel that energy, feel that power, feel that, that awesome awareness of opportunity. I was inspired and motivated and uplifted just by his energy, which is so fantastic. Uh, he talked a lot about starting a business. Really like that. If people are starting a business because they want to change in their lifestyle or because they want to have make money, uh, he says those are just not not even reasons that are on the list. It's got to be, a, I've got to do this. It's got to be such a powerful drive and a desire. I've just got to do this to really make that work because that's what will cause you to save the money, to prepare, to really identify what is it that we love. And that allows us to have that resilience that comes only from true conviction. And I'd like to say that this also can happen within an existing organization. And a lot of it has to do with treating what we do entrepreneurially. In other words, I'm an employee of a company. And yet I realize that the success or failure that I have is on me and that the relationships that I have with other people are very important, both for them and also for me. We can feel as though this is something that we've just got to do and got to get right, have the resilience that comes from conviction, whether it's in our own business or not. But for those of our listeners that are thinking about starting a business, I think that's really, really good advice, which is powerful. He speaks a lot about reinventing. Um, particularly when the market changes. He talked about the economic downturns in the early 2000s and also 1998, when all of a sudden there's just not the demand for the services, products that we have. The need to reinvent the expression of our purpose. Now, I made a note of that. His purpose didn't change. Uh, Chip's focus always has been helping companies come up with surprising, extraordinary, innovative customer service and loyalty programs that would cause those customers to want to promote what they do. But he had to change how the expression of that purpose to fit the marketplace, learn to zig and to zab and to, to, to adapt. Uh, he takes a lot of pride in being a student of the game. And for somebody that's got an undergraduate degree and a master's degree and a PhD, to style himself as a student is absolutely fantastic. Uh, when faced with setbacks, he reminds himself, listen, I'm not my work. I'm, uh, God loves me. I'm a good person. Let me get with people that help feed good self-worth. And that is such a key because sometimes when we're down, we want to spend so much time wallowing in it that we surround ourselves with people that make us feel more down, which is so key. Chip is clearly forward thinking. Uh, when I asked him, how do you avoid complacency? I also wrote this down. Well, what I've done is far less exciting than what I'm going to do. Uh, the sense that each day is a new opportunity to do something that he truly loves. Uh, clearly, he loves being with people. He loves seeing people react positively to the things he recommends and making great changes in their program. It reminds me of something that the mom of one of my young booksellers many, many years ago sent me. Uh, I had the privilege of working with five of her eight children. And she sent me this that said, this is about being a master of the art of living. And it really says that the master of the art of living really doesn't draw a distinction between their work and their play, their labor, and their leisure. And it's hard to look at them and decide whether they're working or playing because in their own mind, they're always doing both. And that's really what Chip conveyed to me so clearly today. And I believe that he is a master of the art of living. He's profoundly grateful. He surrounds himself with people that are good that way. And it helps him to feel even stronger in his conviction and his resilience. He talked about having uh, introspection when we're really down and think, well, what's one thing, one little thing that I can feel good about? What's one little spark of brightness that's in there? And then how can we fan that? And there's two ways we fan that. First is with self-talk. 
Let's remind ourselves that that moment of brightness was not a fluke and it was not an accident. It wasn't luck. It was something innate. And when we can do something once, we can figure out a way to do it again. So we fan that with good self-talk. And then we rekindle it even more by just being with the right people, people that are going to bring lightness and not darkness into us. It's amazing how many of our guests and the Action Catalyst have spoken about this, that the people we associate with make massive difference in what we do. It reminds me always to be careful about people that I spend time with. I know I'm no different than anyone else, easily influenced. And so if we spend time with people that bring out the best in us, people that have the higher purpose, the higher calling, then we're going to also adopt the higher purpose, the higher calling, and we're going to move farther forward in our lives. So it was great to spend time with that sunshine milkshake covered with sprinkles this morning, Dr. Chip Bell. And I do hope that you enjoy what he had to say. Put it into good use, and let's see how we can share our own sunshine, our own sprinkles, and help people have that awesome experience of just hanging out. Thanks so much for being on the Action Catalyst. This is Dan Moore, and we look forward to next time.